Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 46. It is the ENS Wolves podcast. You know what it is by now. Welcome, I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I am joined from home on his day off. Poor lad, but he's still here for the poddy. It's Mr. Tim Benjamin Spears. That's Tim, how what, are we? Why, why are you calling me Benjamin? Well, because I don't know your middle name, so I just took All a right. guess. This is, so, this is very, very surreal. Very. What, what? I can't get my head around this. What you, it's not a middle name, it's not Benjamin. No, that I'm at home, and oh. I, and 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 you you are in you're in my ears. You you've infiltrated my ears. I, I, I pierced, I, pierced. I don't your ears. Like it. Um, yeah, no. I'm, uh, this is so. Yeah, day off today, but we've um, through the wonders of modern technology. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll uh, go into that. We're able to we're able to speak. Yeah, this, this, it's just just and been record. Perfect, hasn't it? It's just been so easy to, to get this sorted out, this connection. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've, uh, we've had some connection problems over the last uh, 45 minutes, but hopefully um, we can sort it out and get this going. Um, so, Tim, um, what are you wearing? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, you from, what, what are you wearing, Tim? I don't, I don't want to share. I don't want to share. I, don't I, feel, share like, I feel like you're at home under <laughs> a blanket with your pants on oh, and God. eating a hobnob with some, some Cocoa Pops and a it's, it's, it's not the first time you've asked me that question either. That's very true, very true. I, I had to pay um, £1.50 a minute for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, no, yeah, just sat here on my sofa, uh, yeah. cup of coffee on the mm. go, mm. Uh, Wheel of Fortunes on, on telly. <laughs> so it's, it's all happening. Yeah, yeah. They've, Guess um, what? The guy's the just won the jackpot. Oh, how much did he win? Uh, four thousand pounds. Four grand. I he had the cho- choice of that or a Ford Fiesta, uh, but uh, but he got the, the 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 thing was really easy, and it was TV program, and it was mm. news, news at ten. Even I got it. He only had he only had the W missing. I think oh, he did very well. Happy days. So, Carol, Carol the... Smiley's looking very 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 young. Carol Smiley's looking lovely. I've got to say. Very sorry, ca- sorry. Carol's... Carry on. Carry on. Dearie me, unbelievable. Under your blanket with your pants on watching a carol smile. <laughs> could go a completely different direction. Um, but we've, we're joined by a third person, Tim. Oh, 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 oh. Hatfield's back. He's back. It's Luke Hatfield. Back Guess from his back. Chicago and Las Vegas expeditions. He's back. He's here. He's producing. And he's ready to go. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me back. And Luke's got a um, slight bit of a cold here, unfortunately. Um, he says it's got nothing to do with Las Vegas. However, I kind of feel, you know, five days on the razzle with, with a load of boys on the stag do. It's got a little bit to do with Vegas. It's got nothing to do with Vegas. Don't worry. Um, I got back last Wednesday and I was feeling great. You know what? I was in decent shape. I was like... Oh, I, bet, I, I bet you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I enjoyed, my, yourself. I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. I got back. I was a little bit tired. But other than that, I felt fine. Um, but then I made a mistake. I, co- I, cooked, my, I cooked myself a seafood paella on Friday. Mm. Ended up leaving it out. And then eventually mm. on Sunday I ate another bowl. And I don't oh, think mate. that helped. Um, it's a prawns. Did Had you reheat prawns. it as well? Yeah, I reheated oh, it. Oh, dear me. So I had a little bit of a cold coming then. I think that was just you know a, a cold going around. Um, maybe the aircon on the plane. Mm, yeah, I think it's just a wet prawn that's done it for you, mate. Probably. <laughs> it's still in great shape, though. That's all that matters, really. A wet little prawn. But he's here, um, and, and we're all in pretty good spirits. Tim, what a week to be a Wolves fan. 2-0 Derby win away from home. 3-2 Hull City win away from home. You've had a few days to, to, to let it digest, to let it sink in. Is it time? <laughs> well, unlike Luke's paella. She's <laughs> <laughs> still coming out of both ends. Um... Is it time to believe the hype? I, I could do. I could do anything now. I, I could make a cup of coffee. Yeah. I, I could play some darts. I play some darts. You, you can. You can. Um, you can file your nails. <laughs> uh, sorry, what did you say? Is it time to start believing? Um, believe the hype. Uh, we're getting there, aren't we? We are getting there. Mm-hmm. I was. I, I was. I was de- deeply impressed uh, with the way they won on Tuesday. It's more the manner of the victory. I mean, Hull. Hull are a good team, uh, as are Derby and Middlesbrough, but it was the way that Wolves were kind of put under such adversity mm-hmm. from minute one, really. I mean, if you remember, Hernandez had a shot within like 15 seconds. Um, and, that, and then obviously Hull got the equaliser. Um, and then at 2-1 to Wolves, Hull were coming on really strong. They hit the post. Uh, great save from John Ruddy. And you kind of think, you know, Wolves might not win this game. Um, yeah. But they did. They came through it. And they came through it in style. I mean, 3-1 would have been a, a, a fair scoreline. Um mm-hmm. 
so that's the great thing for me that they've that, that was the first kind of adversity that they've been put under and they reacted so well to it which was not the case last year if you remember when they were shipping goals in the first like 15 minutes of almost every game sure. uh, in between Zenger and Lambert so um and they were losing most of those games they weren't reacting well to adversity but now they are it, because it's a clean slate these are different players they're not burdened by the past or by the expectation because they're, they're so used to it being at Porto and, and Atletico and other clubs so but also the key thing for me was right at, at one all when, when you're thinking oh let's maybe let's try and get through to half time might, might be um, the kind of notion that they're thinking of there was none of that I mean that they were expressing themselves they were going for it they were still playing some great football and then you saw Bright come up with the goods just before half time with that, with that fantastic play they mm-hmm. just looked so confident on the ball some of the stuff Neves was doing was was, um, was ast- astonishing really you're already kind of taking it for granted but I, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love I can't but I'd love to just watch him for the whole game and the stuff he does the way he creates space for himself the old the, Sky Sports player cam yeah exactly exactly um, the the vision that he's got the way he finds teammates the way he spots runners it, it's constant he's, it, and he's 20 years old for for, for, cri- for Jiminy Cricket's sake he's um, and a daddy yeah. now I think John Daddy. No, he's a daddy now, isn't he? Never. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 well, they're all popping out at the moment. I think Cavalera's <laughs> missus has just <laughs> just had one or about to have one as well. What is it in the uh, world of lager, mate? And I, well, I think Doherty's, Doherty's just become a father as well, actually. See? Uh, so it's all, it's all going on in the Wolves' lager. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's. <laughs> you don't want to be having any of that just yet, do you, Judah? No, no, no. Lager, man. I'm going to do a lager, mate. It's going to be a little bit of Bollinger. <laughs> a little bit of Willie Bollinger. Very nice. No, it's very good. And, and everybody was just absolutely buzzing on, on, on Tuesday night. I mean, I think you said in the video, you know, we normally we can't wait to get out of the ground and go home, but it wasn't the case at all on Tuesday. Everyone's kind of basking in it and, and enjoying it um, and seeing how long it can last. But I think, it, I, think it, I think it could last. But surely this is beyond anyone's expectations. You saw that fixture just come out and you were thinking, especially from these first three games, I'd have probably taken, I'd have bitten your hand off with five points in the first in the first three games. Nine out of nine. I mean, that is surely even beyond Nuno's expectations. I agree with that. I think you, you approach each of those individual games, and, you, and you'd have said on the eve of the match, you know, we'll probably take a point tomorrow, even even before the Borough game. But yeah, they've managed to win all three, beat the mighty Yeovil as well in the League Cup. Oh, so yeah. um, no, it, it's of course it has. It's surpassed everybody's expectations. I mean, you know. We don't want to get too carried away because um, Wolves have been here before. I mean, the last time they started with three wins in a season was 98-99. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark, Mark McGee was manager and he was sacked by November. So, um, you know, these things can happen. But as I've said before, it, it does feel more tangible. And there's more to come from injured players and new signings as well, which which can only bode well. Style of play. they are attra- It's not just the winning games, but they are a pleasure to watch. Sexy. They are beautiful on the eye. And that's that's great. It's great for great for travelling fans. I mean, you know, Hull away on a Tuesday night. That's a trek and a half, as as you know, you found out on a on Tuesday. But <laughs> yeah. And what time did you get back in? Uh, um, wow. I texted you when I got back. To, when I got back, was it half two? Was it something like half that? Half two, yeah. Uh, Sleep by six. <laughs> Adrenaline though. It's unbelievable. I I got I never got kicked. Well, I did get kicked out by uh, Wolves press office. There were some great fans videos that I'm sure plenty of you watched uh, on Tuesday night and uh, I was still trying to download and edit our video and got kicked out. So I hid around a corner, still trying to get a Wi-Fi connection, then got found about half past 11, quarter to midnight. Then I had to go into the car park, was sat in the car doing it. But great wanted story, to that. do it. Great story. It was a great story, but... <laughs> But what I'm saying is, is that you want to do it. You want to get it out there because it's such such a great place, and you know, it's just a great time to be a fan, isn't it? Like everyone's hyped up. Well, it probably comes across in our coverage how how, how much uh, we're enjoying it as well. But yeah, no, you know, we we live and breathe this as well, so it's pretty depressing if they're losing every week. So that's it's the complete opposite at the moment. Um, And yeah, the fans are absolutely loving it. I I think again, I said in the video the other night, it kind of feels better than it has done for for about ten years, really. Mm -hmm. When when they got promoted to the Premier League two thousand eight oh nine under under Mick, they started that season uh, like a train as well. but but the, yeah, the difference this time is is the style of football being played. As, as you've said there, it's 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 what Wolves fans have never seen before. Um, Wolves fans brought up on on fast, pacey wingers and crosses and yeah. and, long, and long balls as well. And this is they've never we've, we've never seen this style of football at, at Molyneux before. So cherish it, make the most of it. You know, um, you can't you can't carry on a season like this. Whatever happens, you know that they'll. Um, 
are you talking about? I've just put a little bit on them to win all, all 44 games. <laughs> no, as in, as in the style of football, you know, once once they start to get fatigued and tired mm. and teams start mm. to work mm. out how to defend against them, then, mm. then then it'll be about how they can grind out 1-0 wins. And, and it bodes well on that front as well because the defence is looking so solid at the moment. And and that's that's what's more impressive than the fancy football for me is is how good they look at the back. I know they conceded two the other night, although one was a very soft penalty. But soft. They, they do um, ridiculous. They do uh, they do look extremely solid and well drilled at the back, mm. and and that's what all successful teams are built on. Mm. Whether you're gonna whether you're gonna win something, whether you're gonna whether you're gonna get promoted, all the successful teams are built from the back, and that's what Wolves are at the moment. Um, and I mean, and uh, all those, the, go on. And all the successful teams have a plethora of scorers, and, and Wolves have had six different ones. So far this season, yes, that's right, and they still haven't signed the striker that they want yet. And Helder Costa, the best player of last season by a country mile, is um, is not even involved yet. And Ben Marshall as well. So, yeah, it's 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 all positive. Um, that, I mean, that takes me on to on to um, a beautiful column and uh, and story written by yourself today, saying that they're ready to spend big money on a striker now. This is this is a bit of a change of tact. Is this something to do? With with the success and the, and that maybe that's caught them by surprise, but but apparently folks are ready to spend spend big money on on making a permanent signing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it, I wouldn't say directly related to uh, the three wins, but that certainly helps because obviously promotion challenge is looking more likely now. And the issue with spending money on a striker for the past few weeks has been that really they can't they can't really afford it, in the sense that you've got to adhere to financial fair play as mm-hmm. as uh, as we've been saying for weeks. So obviously they've got all they've got all the money in the world, but. But they have, they're, if they're going to be in the championship for another for another season after this one, they were going to have to be really, really careful with the amount of money they spend. So now I guess they're looking at it more now. Promotion challenge is more likely, but probably not going to get promoted without without a 15, 20 goal a season striker. Now, mm. New Dicker, maybe that man, he started with two already. But um, I, I think also they, they've probably had a look at Bonatini as well because they got Bonatini in quite early. I think they probably wanted to have a look at him. He started all four games so far, which is quite telling to me. I think they wanted to have a proper look at him and see, look, is this is this guy going to be the guy, or or are we going to have to spend the last couple of weeks of the window trying to bring somebody in? So um, I, I still think they might bring someone in on loan. I, I believe that that's the preference um, that they get a really really top striker on loan is definitely definitely the preference. But um, a couple of the players they've been looking at, Sam Gallagher. Uh, and Jordan Rhodes, that the, they're two that they've looked at specifically on loan, which yeah. aren't happening at the moment. So yeah, almost kind of like a last resort. They may have to spend big on the striker. But yeah, the information I've got is that they they are very much prepared to do that, which is which is a definite changing tack. I guess the problem comes that if they do want you know that 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 Premier League youngster or, or someone you know someone who who can get on, get on loan, it depends a lot on the transfer deadline. You know, a week and a exactly, half away. Yeah. And that could be a last-minute thing, but they could also miss out because if if targets if clubs don't get their main targets, then yeah. then you know they're not going to go anywhere, and then it leaves Wolves high and dry, which I assume is to alleviate that problem is is to spend big money, and then you're going to get them anyway, regardless of. Well, it's it's uh, it's, it's the domino effect, isn't it? When you look at the Coutinho thing at the moment, which comes from Neymar mm-hmm. going to PSG, so then Barcelona want Coutinho. Then Liverpool will say, "Well, we need we need somebody," so they might go to I don't know a top German club and get someone from Dortmund, and then Dortmund would say, "Well, we need to get somebody from from somewhere else." So we so it's it's that whole domino effect. Um, terrible at this time of year. So yeah, alone is preferable. I, th- I think I think they'll probably. Um, I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll go to Mendes. You know, if they are struggling for a top mm-hmm. striker, and, and they'll see who he's got. And I'm sure some of the names that have already been mentioned this summer from Porto and others um, will be on their radar. It would be on your radar. Uh, I mean, I really like Oliveira from from Norwich. Scored last night, but started and scored last night. That's the problem. He's, he mm-hmm. started the season on the bench. Rumours of a fallen out with the manager. He's a guest of food client. He's got friends at Wolves. He was saying this week. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, he would cost. I mean, I think they spent seven seven million on him. So he you after a, after a decent season last season, mm. you've got to be looking at twelve. I think probably. Really. Jordan well, especially this time of year, you know, be selling to a championship rival. That's the last thing Norwich would want to do. But mm. if, but yeah, he started and scored last night, so I said that's more unlikely. Jordan Rhodes, yeah, so he went to Wednesday for ten million last month, um, but that was a pre-arranged deal that, yeah. that they did in January. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how well he did, now it turns out he didn't do very well. I think he scored three and twenty-four now in total for Wednesday. Yeah. So they, so that I think they would be um, his fourth choice for them as well because they started with uh, Forestieri and Winnell last night, and Fletcher was the first striker to come off the bench. So, so judging on that, his fourth choice. 
So I think they would sell him, from what I'm hearing, uh, but they bought him for 10 million. So uh, a month later, are they going to sell him for any less than 10 million? I mean, you, you really doubt it. Uh, well, yeah, uh, equally, a Wolves going to spend 10 million on Jordan mm-hmm. Rose? No, and they, they don't want to. So that's why they want a loan, but Wednesday don't want a loan. Um, also, I, th- I think if they are going to spend big on a striker, what they've tended to do so far with Costa, Cavalero, and Neves—I mean, they're all—they're all young. They're all—I mean, Neves is twenty, Costa's twenty-three, Cav's, Cav's quite young as well. Yeah. So they've got resale value. That—that's mm-hmm. the—that's the whole point, isn't it? With Mendes, that he wants to sell them on for forty million, maybe next Absolutely, year, and, and he yeah. gets his ten percent. So um, Jordan Rose, twenty-seven, a little bit, a little bit too old, I think. Okay. As daft as, as daft as that sounds. No, no, no. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. So I'm, I'm just looking at the uh, cheeky bit of odds checker at the moment, checking on some uh, some prices. You love it. Love a little bit of a flutter. Uh, Wolves outright favourites now to win the championship, which is an incredible turnaround. But three to one uh, favourites. Uh, Middlesbrough eleven to two. Fulham ten to one. Um, Luke Hatfield won't be happy with his Aston Villa all the way out to eighteen to one. <laughs> Head in hands here. <laughs> But uh, three to one Wolves. I mean, are that, do we expect them to go up as champions? Or come on, you can't read too much into that. Wolves were what nine to one, and then they've won three games, so everyone's mm-hmm. had a flutter, haven't they? That's why it's come down. Three to one, though. I mean, what a turnaround! It's incredible, really. Yeah, it's from... time to be excited. Because of course it is. Yeah, um, I'm excited about Saturday. I tell you that. Oh, what a game, eh? I mean, we'll go into that in a little bit. Um, but first of all, I'm going to have we've got a little bit of a segment for you. A little bit of a new oh, segment. Oh. <laughs> a little bit of a... Do you want to know the name of the new segment? Oh, not really. Really? You do really, don't you? Uh, go on. All aboard! <laughs> all aboard! Woo-woo! <laughs> uh, so the, the new segment um, incorporates uh, three players who you maybe have, uh, have talked a little bit of trash about in the last oh, year God. or two. Can I, can um, I go buy some whether, darts while we're doing this? <laughs> whether, and whether you are now all aboard or you're waiting <laughs> at the station. Right, okay. Okay, so are you? This I'm going to get three players for you. Uh, the first one, are you all aboard for Roman Sace? <laughs> I knew that was who coming. Who you were not a big fan of. I think he's been excellent this year. Um, you've been a little bit of a critic. Are you starting to come round? So are you all aboard with Roman Sace? <laughs> um, I'd say I've got, I've got one foot on the train, but I'm just thinking I should, uh, maybe I'll get another train because it's faster. Oh, oh don't, don't mind that. Don't mind that. Don't mind that analogy. I, I mean, just, yeah, I was critical of him last year, but he was rubbish. So. <laughs> Wasn't rubbish? Come on, come on. He didn't fancy it either. His attitude was terrible. I, I would say that about him and Cavalera, that attitudes were pretty poor last year. And now they've got the manager they like. They're uh, they're suddenly turning it on. Um, oh, come on, though. I mean, give, give give the guy some credit. He's been very good with, with Neves. He's, I think he's helping Neves as well, isn't he? Well, that's right? what's going on to there, Nathan. Um yeah. No, full credit from the three matches he's played. He's been excellent. He's played more passes in the Championship than any other player. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a great fit with Neves. He, I think I think he's happier now with the players around him and happy with the manager, so he's, he's a better player for it. Um, uh, I think he's a good foil for Neves. I mean, we saw on Tuesday night what Neves can do when he gets in and around the box. So mm-hmm. I think we want to see more of that from Neves. And Sais can be the man, the perfect foil to let him do it. He's doing the dirty work as well. He's not picking up the silly... I mean, he booked on Tuesday night, but he's not generally not picking up the silly bookings he did last season as well. So looks like he's matured a little bit. And yeah, he could be a really important player this year. And not really giving the ball away as much. I know he did give the ball away at times last season in bad positions. A little no, bit that's of what that, I mean. But more, more, more passes than anyone else. And mm-hmm. pass accuracy, yeah, it is up as well. Um, he's keeping it simple. He's, he's enjoying the style of football. Suits him better. Okay, uh, second second man. Uh, maybe maybe a little bit harsh, but we we weren't convinced. Maybe at the start, I know he had to, to get his. Um, you've mentioned him slightly here, but but Leo Bonatini is he, is he? Are you all aboard on Leo Bonatini, or is it still remains to be seen? Uh, no, no, no. no I, I haven't bought no. I haven't bought my ticket yet. Um, are you still waiting on the platform? Still you, waiting on the platform. Are you going to let the train pass, or are you are you are you, are you one foot on? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not I'm not convinced. I don't think anybody is yet. I mean, I would add he's not fit yet. Mm-hmm. He's been subbed in every game, hasn't he? Unlike the hour mark, um, he's he's okay. I think I think some some of his link up play has been good, and his hold up play, and he did do a lot of dirty work, dirty work at Hull on Tuesday, which goes unnoticed. But I think Wolves can do better. Okay, and uh, last one: Are you all aboard on <coughs> Big Steam Coach Willie Bolly? 
Oh yeah, I'm in first. I'm sat, I'm sat in first class. <laughs> first class, first class ticket. Nice what on the bo- Express and Star expenses? Nice little bottle of Rioja on the go. Oh hello, I've changed your tune slightly on on Mr. Willy Bolly. Salmon and cream cheese sandwich coming my way. Oh happy days with some nuts. <laughs> uh, with, with some nuts with Big Willy. Yes, yeah, I was going yeah, to make that, but I thought oh, I well, better well, well, you well, went well, there. You went there. Uh, yeah, he was um, he was excellent at Hull on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Saved him a couple of times yeah. uh, at the start and at the end. And he, um, I mean that thing you, that thing he did against Derby, uh, which I didn't notice at the time because I was too busy working as usual. Um, when it when, <laughs> when um, well, no, did you see that bit where he, where he flicked the ball over two defenders? Oh yeah, 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 yeah ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. come on. Um, so he's yeah, he's very good at playing the ball out from the back, which is impressive. He's a man mountain. He's a beast. I think, I think, <laughs> I think him and him and Jota will be vying for player of the season at this rate. Oh, hello. I think hello. so. Hello. Yeah. Not I, a bad shout from. Uh, I'm sure someone else uh, tipped a little player of the season. Um, uh, nomination early on in pre-season. Well, after seeing him for two minutes, they got absolutely slated. Um, yeah, well, uh, uh, Jota, I think he reminds me of Holder Costa a lot last year. I don't know about you, but and yeah. I, I remember Costa was finding his feet in the first weeks, but you still could see bloody hell, what a player here. And then when Costa got in the groove after a few weeks, he was sensational. And I think we could see the same from Jota as well. Happy days. Yeah. Um, um, do you know what happened this week, Tim? As well. But do, do, you know what, do you know? Do you know? I'm just going to say. Sorry, I, I'm just. I'm you just going to. You love cutting me off, don't you? When I'm in no, I'm soil. just. Gonna, I'm just going to say the words Jarrett Xera because everyone, everyone, including me, Ooh, thought he was oh, absolutely it's a dirty word. I thought he was astonishing. A year ago, remember that the home game against yeah. Reading at the start of the season. He was. Yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. Oh, and and Brentford as well. A few weeks later, he was. He was divine. The best player on the pitch by a mile, mm-hmm. and um, and then all of a sudden it went downhill very quickly for him. So yeah. So that that's that's the pitfalls, but I, hopefully hopefully we won't be seeing the same with any of the players this year. But mm. I, I would just would just add that little caveat in there. Okay, I like that. Fair enough. Okay, well let's let's have a little bit of light relief. Um, this week it was the launch of the Fantasy Premier oh, yeah. League. The Fantasy Premier League this year. Um, Luke, we had how? Do you know how many entrants we got at the moment? Did you get the count of it? Exactly how many? A lot. A lot. A I lot. think it was about t- that, a lot. That was a, that was a no from Luke That's there. That's my, my got, producer got, there. Great, great, great work. Research out a lot. Yeah, uh, we've got almost 300. I think almost oh, 300 wow. people, wow. which is fantastic. I think we're going to keep it open um, for the next week, maybe maybe two weeks, because um, if you already have a fantasy team, you can just stick our code in. So... That's fine. More than merrier. As long as you listen to the podcast, please tell your friends to start listening. By the way, Tim, 4,320 people listened last week. Why are you, ruining my, why are you ruining my massive in bit? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll move on. I'll move on. But Fantasy Premier League, obviously, we've got a fantastic competition. Um, anyone who finishes above me and Tim get a free cost of coffee at the end of the season. I haven't looked at the table yet. Are you going to be going through it now? I'm excited. Um, well, Luke's, Luke's got prepared a little bit um, yeah. for us um, because obviously, you know, a little bit nervous with a lot of coffees, but I back myself um, and the top three people will get a Nando's uh, bought by myself um, and Mr. Spears or Chats and Wolves. And the leader, the winner, the one who finishes top of the shop will come on the podcast at a later date. So, Luke, Take it away. How was week one looking? Well, um, I, I suppose you're very happy about your week one. I am. I hadn't noticed, Luke. <laughs> right now, there are only three people three. earning themselves a Costa coffee. Three. So, so, three. So out of nearly 300 people, only three people are ahead of, ahead of me and Tim. Right. Let's wow. not get let's not get carried away. Wow! <laughs> wow! Go so on. currently, currently Nathan uh, Burra till I die. Here we go. Which is a terrible name. Burr till I die. By the way, hang on, Burra till I die. I thought I saw a tweet from the other night saying, "Let's move on." Let's move on. I thought I saw a tweet from the other night saying, "I love wolves." Oh mate, I was buzzing. I was. I was. Oh mate, yeah, love wolves. Yeah. I was outside. I was outside the ground, and this huge cheer went up, and I'm like, "Oh," because I've got to leave the ground five to ten minutes early just to. Go around to go and find the away fans before I do some filming, and uh, left it at two-one Wolves, and uh, this huge cheer went up, and I've gone. I'm kicking this soil. I'm peeved off. I'm what? thinking it's two-two. I'm annoyed, and then all of a sudden I hear Newadico score, and I'm like, I, I heart do we do FC? You can't, you can't support two teams in the same division. Pardon? You, you just can't. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm emotionally invested into this team, Tim. You know that. Yeah, but, yeah, but not where Wolves play at the Riverside, you're not. 
Um, let's go on. Let's go and look. But anyway, so Nathan, you're currently sitting fourth, 95 points. Uh, Boom. The guy really letting the ENS side down, um, surprisingly, is Tim. No, oh, come I was, on. I was getting a lot Shock. of stick. I was Shock. getting a lot of stick whilst I was away. I did listen to the podcast. Oh, he gave you some abuse last week. And I was getting abuse from both of you. <laughs> Uh, there was there was talk of Luke Hatfield currently doing an Aston Villa and finishing next to bottom, um, but it's not the case at the moment. I stand forty first. That's you know pretty good. Forty first isn't bad. It's yeah, not bad. Three hundred people. Steady, but steady Tim away. Spears. Yeah. Ninety first. Ninety first. That's not bad. That's in the top third. That's that's fine. I mean, there are still ninety people ahead of you, but I mean, a lot of people went for Lukaku. Obviously, a good week for him. Uh, but the league leaders, top three. Um, Mr. Taram Damrate. Oh, I love, love oh, that guy. Tazza. With a terrible team name. This is worse than Nathan's. Can I, it's, can't think of a name. Ugh. That is the name of his team. Oh! <laughs> but, you know, I might have to ban him, ban him just because of that. Well, slate his team name. Well done, you, though, mate. Slate his team name all you want, but he's got 99 points. This okay, week. fair dues, fair dues. I've got to applaud that massive. 99 points, top draw. I mean, yeah. he's done well. He picked Lukaku Munier. Ben Davis and Firmino. So wow. he's killed it. He's absolutely killed it. So Tam, Tam's at this moment in time, early days, and he's on the podcast. At the moment. Yeah. And he's on himself and Nando's. And, and Nando's and, Costa and a poddy. Win win. Great form first mm-hmm. week. Sam Bateman with Giroud Stanstorm. Sammy. Oh, uh, 96. Good. And then Oliver Pledger third. Oh, no, Oliver. Nuno, 96 points as well. Mm. But Oliver's just, army. Just to know, uh, no, his team name's Ono Nuno, but he did use his triple captain pretty early. Oh, triple what? captain game week one. Schoolboy. Lukaku, 39 points. That's just uh, to make an impact, isn't it? Uh, it's just to make an impact. Well, he's done it, though. He's done it. He's, yeah, he's, he's, made, yeah. he's made a statement. He's got his name on the podcast. Yeah. As well. But there have been a number of flops as well. Oh, it's not, it's, flop till you drop. We can big up the winners all you want, but, I mean, there are a number of people who haven't done too well. How many week. Paul Gladdens are in there this week? I mean, there are, there are three. I've, I've, I've listed the bottom three, and Tim, 91st, looks great compared to some of these. Poor, poor old Michael Stahl with the Jersey Boys scored oh, 24 Mickey. points. Oh, oh Mickey. 21. I mean, he made the same mistake as Tim. He did have Tim uh, Gary Cahill, sorry, in his team. Oh, Mickey. Obviously, You're so fine. Off. You're so fine. You don't Not blow great. my mind. Uh, Jay Stringer joint 266. Isn't he a Guardian restaurateur? Jay Rayner. Jay Rayner, so yeah. I have no idea, but he's Stringer, named his team. Jay Stringer Bell. <laughs> <laughs> But he's named his team on the beach, and he cl- they clearly are at the moment. Twenty-four points, nice. um, mm. not great. Mm. Uh, but bo- well, one up, two hundred sixty-fifth is Jade Scar with uh, you know a good team name, Sultan Vinagra. I like that. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice. That doesn't mean you was countless times yeah, before. It's not, it's not very original, really. No. Yeah, but we'll 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 give it a credit. It's better than Burra till I die. Bloody oh, hell. well, I've had it. I've had it for sixteen years, mate. So you know, I've got this one, two, ah, three, four. Listen to it. I love it. Anyway, come, um, come at me, Judah. Come on. She only scored twenty eight points, mm. uh, like like everyone else. She had Cahill in her team, but she also she, she's not done well either. Um, she's got Gabriel Jesus and Peter Crouch up front, both scored a Crouch. single point. Crouch, oh dear, I mean that's like that's like you you've smashed you've smashed in your price in the midfield, Careful. and you've got Careful. to like you've got five you've got five million quid, and you've got to search search to see a bargain basement. But Crouchy, come on, man, come on. But anyway, uh, there are sixteen people still to be added after the next points update, so we've got more people coming into the league. Um, and then we got a couple of good names which have come in. Um, obviously, not not all of them super original, but you know they're better than Borough till I die. Luke, we've only got an hour for this podcast, but carry nah. on. That's fine. Uh, Dan Wolverton with uh, Gilfie Pleasure, like that. Nice. Uh, John Turpin, amongst others, went with Gangsters Allardyce, which is a great one. Oh, like, like that. that. I like that. And then finally, Adam Virgo, he went for Maratta to it. Maratta to Virgo. Virgo. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, Virgo. Yeah. He's got his big got his big break, hasn't he? Some, yeah, some classy yeah, names. If any more come in with good names, original names, then you know they might get a shout out. Good stuff. Keep up the good work, guys. And uh, yeah, like I say, um, fourth place. I'm, I'm I'm confident at first. So try and see. Put your money where your mouth is. Good luck this week, uh, Tim. Uh, hi. Um, Twitter's gonna be good today. I'm excited because it is. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Tim, this could be a filthy week of abuse. Nice, filthy. like it. Do you like, do you like the way I use like that? Like it. Like okay. it a lot. Right. 
Abuse of the week, abuse of the week. So uh, last week on the podcast, mm. uh, last week's kind of life lesson, I suppose, if you will, uh, would have been uh, don't don't give Willy Bolly a six in the player ratings. Well, no, don't do it, especially when he deserved a seven. Uh, this week's lesson, um, if, you, if you're going to use kind of an adjective to describe mm. uh, Diego Jota's um, impressive silky footwork, yeah, don't use the word filthy. Don't use the word filthy because you might get a bit of a reaction on Twitter. <laughs> Or email, or express a stop comments. <laughs> or letters to the editor. <laughs> oh my goodness me! Right, so I, I, I used this phrase a little bit in pre-season. Um, I think the first time I saw Neves, I just described me as, as filthy. Mm. So, I, but I can't think of a better word. So I've, I've used it probably a bit too much already. Anyway, uh, it managed to slip into my match report this week. <laughs> Excellent news. Uh, which probably wasn't the best idea. Uh, it's, I think you know it's fine on Twitter, mm. um, but in the match report and in the player ratings this week, uh, <laughs> described Jota as filthy. Uh, some people didn't take too kindly to that. <laughs> uh, just just to start, I mean, with 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 the comments under the player ratings. Mm-hmm. So this guy, uh, Ulf, 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 Ulf Hednar. Uh, Ulf Hednar. Um, yeah, he goes. Uh, there's quite a few people talking about this word in the comments. He goes, "Yes, can we can we lose the filthy, please? We're a family club at one point, uh, and we're supposed to be becoming classy. Oh. Would Billy Wright have appreciated this? Oh, don't bring Wrighty boy into the conversation. This, oh, this is really abuse. I was just absolutely stunned by this. And uh, so then this guy goes on, this Ulf Ednar. Mm. Um, have you thought that Wolves needs to grow its fan base to be professional and classy, to be all inclusive?" Fos are not here spending all this money to make Wolves great just, just so that the local people can be indulged. They should pull their socks up and help Fos and make stuff more upmarket for the good of the whole area. All that from oh. describing Jotter's filthy. Oh, Get back in your box, all Fednar. Oh, dirty, dirty. <laughs> exactly. Very dirty. Talking of dirty. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've got a complaint to the editor as well about the use of this word. Excellent news. Um, I'll just read the email out. Mm-hmm. Good morning. morning. Would, it be, would it be possible for you to have a word with Tim Spears about the use of the word filthy? Totally out of context. He's used it three times now in his match report and his player ratings. Wow. Have, a, have a read of the comments on the website. There are lots of people, myself included, who are unimpressed with his command of the beautiful English language. Perhaps he thinks he's been trendy, but all he's doing is making himself look silly. Oh, silly. This, right, this. Make, I'm making myself look silly, am I? Alan Slater, who calls himself, a.k.a. Ollie the Cat. <laughs> and he's got the temerity to call me silly. Good goalkeeper, though. Uh, that's what he says. Kind regards, Alan Slater, a.k.a. Ollie the Cat. Oh, kind regards. Excellent news. Yeah, yeah, kind regards. I haven't replied yet. I was, I was too angry. I, uh, I shall send, <laughs> just send him a cutting reply. Post haste. Me- how did that meeting go, then? Hey. <laughs> How does that mean to go with a complaint? Oh dear. Uh, yeah, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. So uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I, I, I so are you, are you are you are you closing down the, the word filthy then? No, is, abso- is that- absolutely not. I used it again on Tuesday. I um I probably refrain from using it in match reports. I, yeah. I, I understand the generation gap. Older people might think of it as in a very different way, but mm. language evolves. Language mm. changes. Absolutely, and um, you know it's not—it's not—it's not a swear word. It's not—it's not a bad word, is it? Absolutely you know? it's not. It's just a—it's it, one—to—it's a word to describe pure enjoyment. Yes, and people seem to be enjoying using it, so that's that's great. I tell um, you, can I tell you? Oh, you carry, carry on. No, I was going to say I was yeah. um, got a few replies. Ex- uh, people expecting more abuse this week after I had a little dig at John Joe Shelby, yes. who in turn had dig at Wolves, but no, nothing. I was very very surprised when he got sent off as captain for standing on. Ali's ankle on on Sunday that you did not. I was I went straight to your Twitter feed just to check, <laughs> just to check. I didn't I see like, it. I haven't got Sky. I, 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 I didn't. I, I didn't see it on Monday. I haven't got Sky. And then this this interview came up uh, where he's had a dig at Wolves for saying basically justifying his justifying his ban uh, by oh. saying, well, Wolves are still in the Championship and Newcastle are in the Premier League, so it's fine. Um, obviously, I uh, should point out he still strenuously denies the allegations of racism. Yeah. But and no, I had I had no abuse from that whatsoever. Um, so I think everybody's just realised, including Newcastle fans, what a total plonker this guy is. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Tell us, us a total plonker. Go on. Well, you think he is anyway? I, I, I love him to pieces now. Ricky Lambert could be getting a new club. Could he? He could be. Lambert Watch. Lambert Watch. Ricky. 
They haven't even teamed me up. But Ricky, 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 uh, get out! Ricky, Ricky could be going to a new continent. Oh, is this a joke? No, no. He's been linked with a move to the Kerala Blasters in the Indian Super League. Is that Ricky? What to yes. replace to replace Duckins Nazon? That's where, <laughs> he, that's where he came from. To replace Duckins Nazon, who already signed Wes Brown, and are on the verge today of, of signing Dimitar Berbatov. So it could be Berbatov and Lambert up front at the, for the for the Blazers. <laughs> And that's just Berbatov saying, pass me the ball, man. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Is that from a reputable source, is it? Absolutely reputable, yeah. V- very much so. Go on. Um, IndiaOnline.co.uk. Oh, those guys. They, they never get it wrong. <laughs> I just made that up. I didn't know. I don't know who it was. <laughs> I found it on news now. But uh, yeah. Wow, um, that's really exciting. Yeah, exciting for Ricky. I, I must say, I must, you know, the, the bet that we had last season, people who don't know and knew, you know, new people who were... Who were listening in and shooting in is that that we we had a bet that Ricky Lambert was going to score. Well, I said less than six goals um, last season for Cardiff City. He ended Fewer. up scoring four, and um, I won a Costa Coffee, and um, which was supposed to be delivered to me every single podcast from the start of this season. Tim, how many Costa Coffees have I had from you? Um, you know, as, as a man who likes to say that you pay your debts so far. Are we doing massive in yet? Pardon. Are we doing massive in yet? Let's not move on. Come on, answer the question, man. I um, I thought we were doing double or quits. You, no, you, no, no, you, Tim, you, Tim, you, Tim. There's no double or quits. When we when we have a bet, and we'll start then it'll. But you need to start. You need to start putting your money where your mouth is and start buying me a medium americana with steamed soy milk. You um, you, we verbally agreed to double or quits when he finds no, his, when he finds, never, finds his ever, new club, ever, the Corella, Corella Blasters. You need to start buying coffees, okay? Come on, just just suck it up oh. now, man. Suck it up, suck it up. Okay. All right, I get you a coffee. Oh, coffee, sure. Oh. <laughs> um, I would just say on Filthgate, I got sent a great uh, picture mm. um, from Winston Wolf. Oh, Winston Wolf. And it's kind of like a Victorian style old postcard where people are on the beach. Um, and it says at the top is a little caption It's too soft, Fred. It won't stay in. Shall I hit it with a mallet? And it's all very bawdy. Um, anyway, he's superimposed my, my little face on one of the people, so it's quite funny. I should tweet that out with the podcast. Tweet it out. I like it. I like it. Definitely, one hundred percent. We do like a good old, a good old Photoshop. Oh, we. Oh, well, the um, the good one this week was that Wolf Gravy one with me, you and Nuno. Um, Which one was that? And he's in his, you know, um, Nathan reaches sudden enlightenment. Oh yes, very good, very good. I excellent. Did tweet that. Yeah, excellent, excellent. He's the yes. guy who did the Austria away day one. He's he's um, he's very good on the on the old Photoshop. Did did enjoy a little Austrian trip. I know we got a couple of plays from Austria, but uh, have we got any more plays this week, Tim? Oh Anywhere my god! Around the world. Because oh my where god! Are we massive in Tim Spears, Wolverhampton Wanderers chief reporter? Where are we massive in this week, Tim Spears? I can't think of anywhere that we're not Ever. massive in. Any, anywhere Nathan. now? I mean, we've we have gone global. Mm-hmm. We had, uh, as you've alluded to earlier, biggest ever week. Wow. Biggest ever week. 4,320 people Incredible. took time out of their week to listen to our little old podcast, not including iTunes listeners, that, oh, by the way. So you probably had, a cu- probably had a couple of thou onto that, as, yeah, you, would, you, as you would say. Give me, give, give me an adjective to describe the amount of viewers we got last week. Uh, I'll have to text it here. I'll have to text it <laughs> I can't say it on air. Well, anyway, fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just some of the numbers. America, we had 110 plays in the, Uni- the United States of America this week. Oh, People USA. desperate to uh, get away from the Armageddon that is involving Donald Trump mm-hmm. to listen to our little podcast. Uh, right. Australia, 83 in Australia. Excellent. 61 in Espana. Fantastic. One in the Island Islands. Oh, I mean, it's all happening. Hey, we. old guy. That guy. Not old, old as in old as in, you know, endearing old, not old as in old. Our number one fan, Tommy from the Island Islands. He's back. He's, He's here back. to stay. Uh, He's left a very short comment after, after a bit of criticism, which oh, you didn't goodness. take too kindly to in recent oh, weeks. Oh, goodness um, me. Whatever last week's segment was. What? Can't remember what it was now. Instantly uh, forgettable as usual. Can I, uh, good segment. Oh. Good segment. Nate what? is what he said. It's Nate. Na- oh, Nate. Nate. Oh, the American Nate, 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 Nate dog. dog. Nate dog. Nate dog. What was that? What was that segment last week? Luke, do you remember what Luke's segment was? I did listen to it. Everyone, everyone listened to it, but no one could remember. <laughs> it was terrible. Can't remember the segment last week, but um, I'll take that. I can't Don't remember this. I can't remember this week's. All aboard. 
Um, also, we, it's very rare we get a comment from someone who isn't Tommy. Uh, mm. But this is what we have from Declan, <laughs> De- from Declan Byrne. Oh, Deckers. Uh, top lad Anton's. on Twitter. Um, he he loved the two posh planks um, analogy. Oh, yes. <laughs> someone levelled at us, so he's just repeated that with lots of exclamation marks. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say we're posh, would you? No, we're, we're planks. I mean, we've, we've, given, yeah, we've, I'm, we've, given, I'm, we've I'm conceded that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, no, no, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say posh. No, I mean you struggle. You I wouldn't struggle say with, posh. You wouldn't say you struggle when when we get, you go to a nice restaurant and there's more than more than one fork at the table. <laughs> <laughs> you need to work your way in, not out. Oh, Tim. it's very good. It's very oh, good. Um, so um, massive in. Where are we, massive in? Where are massive so, in? So yeah, in all the all of the above countries, but also we have broken new ground this week. Huge. We've eased ourselves into another country, Ooh. which goes by the name of... Hit me, hit me. Macedonia. Macedonia. We Macedonia. are big in Macedonia Huge. this week. Huge. They love us over there. Absolute love us in the Republic of Macedonia. Oh, nice. As nice. it's known, uh, which kind of started in 1993 officially when Russia had that bit of a falling out. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But it's been around like forever. Alexander the Great hailed from there. Excellent. That's a, big, that's a nice bit of history there. Thank you. Mm. Um, so yeah, nice little country with a population of Nathan. Uh, Macedonia, small Republic of Macedonia. I'm going to say 2.1 million. <laughs> Have you just googled that? Oh. <laughs> you have to qualify that he is not googled oh. anything. It's two million. Oh, <laughs> come on, baby. That's You've... two in three weeks. Luke, come on. He has, hasn't he? Oh, no. Honest I, haven't, to God, I haven't touched him, man. I haven't touched I haven't it. I touched him, man. Give, give the guy some credit when credit is due. Roman says, guessing Willy Bolly, uh, guessing, <laughs> guessing, guessing, guessing Bangladesh the other week, the, the, Sri Lanka. That you managed to get Roman says his name right. That, oh, that's that's a victory for you. Do you notice I didn't say Dale Ali's uh, name? No. <laughs> I just said Ali. <laughs> or Dominic Iorfa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so what kind of sports are they into in Macedonia? Do, do we um, they're, well, football. Yes. Football. And two um, more of note. I'm going to say Macedonia. I'm going to say weightlifting. No. I'm going to say judo. No, basketball. Um, okay, Macedonia basketball. Okay, uh, Luke's a bit of a basketball man, so he probably knows that, yeah. And handball. Oh, handball. Comital Skopje won the Handball Women's Champions League European Cup in 2002. Can you believe that handball's an Olympic sport? I'm not, I'm not having that. Um, FIFA ranking of Macedonia's football team. Uh, I think that'll be not bad. I'm going to say 106. 135. Oh, I'm doing decent this week, to be fair. Um, uh, top ever goal scorer, the only player I've ever heard of who plays for Macedonia. Um, Any ideas? Georgie King Kladzi. Wow. Georgia. Okay. No. No. Goran Pandev. No, former never heard of him. Inter Milan striker. Never heard of him. Never heard of Giza. Uh, so big there. We're also big. We're back yeah. big this week in the Maldives. Oh, the massive in the Maldives. Maldives is a decent little holiday destination, to be back fair. Back there, us. if you remember, young Finnery. Finninch. First mate of Finneridge. Haven't, haven't, haven't Finneton. heard of him, man. Finnegan. I haven't heard of fin- him Finnish for a while, to be fair. Finnish line. Um, <laughs> well, he, he made us massive in the Maldives. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else has this week. Go on. Luke Brayton. Ah, Lukey boy. Who, listeners to last week's will remember, uh, made us massive in Sri Lanka. On Very good. Oh, is it, what, where's, where's this guy getting his cash from? <laughs> Sri Lanka one week, Maldives the next. Uh, I presume it's an extension of his honeymoon. Oh, uh, he sent us a picture of him, which I should tweet out. Uh, so he went from Sri Lanka to the Maldives mm. to Hull. Oh, uh, he was there on Tuesday, oh. sent us a picture from the KCOM. Brilliant. Greatly what? appreciated. I bet that was where you enjoyed yeah, the best time as well out of all three destinations. <laughs> Come on, three goals away from home. Happy days. So cheers, Lukey baby. And towns and cities this week. Some very eclectic towns and cities. Excellent. You might have to rush rush that slightly because we are we are we, we are a little bit tight for time today, but but carry on Tim. Right, so we'll go through it with Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. Where's that? Um that's in New Zealand. Bermuda. Oh, close. There is a Hamilton in New Zealand, but okay. Uh, we'll be, we're big in Appleton this week. Appleton, uh, Suffolk. Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, we're also big in Ski this week. Ski. Um, uh, the ski, Alps. Ski. Uh, in the Alps. In? 
I'm going to say Yorkshire. Norway. Oh, yeah, close. Uh, and Want Haggy. We're big in Want Haggy this want week. Want Haggy. Uh, I'm going to say South Africa. In Australia. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if you're there, put yeah. it, send us a pic if you're in Want, want Haggy. Absolutely. Uh, and finally, we're also big in Porto this oh, week. Porto. Prospective signings. Hello, George. Uh, from George Mendes' stable of players listening, listening to in us. to find out what's Wolves all about. <laughs> Uh, listen to our little podcast so yeah thanks everybody record week awesome absolutely love it awesome thank you very much guys that's great I mean just awesome and, and like I say thanks so much for also for a lot of people coming up to us and, and just chatting and enjoying the podcast because you know we love to hear from you you know not just emailing or tweeting but obviously at the games and stuff like that so it's been a pleasure to speak to a lot of people um, we are going to take some questions quickly before um, after the after the um after we've heard from our Cardiff City expert. Oh, I like this bit. I'm going to like yeah. this bit. So Luke, um, so, so Lee, Lee Sanders, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, um, not the best at quizzes, so I think that's why he's off today. Um, but we did pre-record a little segment with him because we have the big game this weekend, and that is, of course, against Cardiff City. Incredibly, Wolves not top of the table exactly right on the Christmas tree because Cardiff City are there. It is a huge, huge game, um, and Cardiff, Cardiff obviously... And we'll be coming full of confidence to Molyneux. And, and Luke spoke to Lee Sanders earlier on, and we're going to play that for you now um, to give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a banter about the Bluebirds. All right, Lee, thanks for joining us. Um, obviously, Wolves facing Cardiff this weekend. Uh, I don't think many people would have predicted this as a top-of-the-table clash before the season started, but all of a sudden it seems that these two teams are going to be battling for, battling for promotion. Uh, what, what can Wolves expect from, from this newly resurgent Cardiff well, it's been a bit of a, like you say, completely unexpected and strange start to the season. Um, I think a lot of us thought, you know, we could win at Burton, but the way we've been playing, um, particularly at Villa at home, I mean, a 3-0 scoreline last Saturday, but we annihilated them in the fact that we could have scored six or seven, they couldn't have complained, we missed three one-on-ones. Um, the comment that a few Cardiff fans be making is that it's it's like the era of the Dave Jones team, obviously another big name here in Wolves, um, where we're just using wide men at pace. Uh, Zahora's pace up front is is terrific, and it is a completely different side to the long ball game that, that Mr Spears described as uh, Neanderthal tactics last year. Um, I think a few people will be surprised as to what they see. Whether the they've got the you know the, the news and stuff to, to hit the Wolves defenders where it hurts because they obviously haven't been doing too badly themselves uh, is another matter but certainly wide play pace um, a lot of things that maybe people haven't seen from us before yeah um, and obviously it's been a bit, been a bit, a bit of a surprise to see Cardiff in the position they are what has changed from last season because last season obviously Warnock he came in and he's, he's kind of built this he's done the classic Neil Warnock where he's secured the side what, what's changed uh, the the style of play definitely uh, has been a work in progress. Uh, the way we came in and set up at Wolves last year, uh, for any Wolves fans at the game, we played three across the back, uh, three huge centre-halves, uh, with Bamba sometimes moving up forward into midfield. Um, it was very much a team that was set up to not lose. Uh, I think the difference is this time he's given us more confidence to go out. Uh, the players have just started on form. Um, it could be very fragile. I mean, you know, it could be a case of Wolves could, you know, necessarily give us a really heavy defeat um, like, they, like they did last year uh, and that could capitulate. But um, the, the big factor really is what he's done off the pitch. Uh, obviously, everyone remembers when we were switched to red, the jokes are still made. Uh, a lot of the fans were still anti-Tan, anti the club because of that. Warnock is bringing back people back through the gates and the atmosphere now is like the old days. Everyone's behind the team. They want them to win. Um, it really is just like a, a trip back to my teenage years, really. Yeah, and obviously a couple of the players who've really stood out. I mean, Kenneth Zahori, he's been, he's almost an absolute unknown quantity last season. He's come in, and especially against Villa, he was one of the standout players in that game. Mm. I mean, can we expect a, a similar performance against Wolves? Uh, yes, he's been given a lot more freedom. Uh, he drops deep to receive the ball and run at defenders, and that is when he is at his best. Uh, he gets in a lot of one-on-ones purely because of his pace. It's like he's a giant version of, of Robert Earnshaw going back to, to Cardiff teams of old. Um, he was, for want of a better word, absolutely useless. Uh, when he first joined <laughs> us, he had no confidence. 
Um, he didn't use his body. He was getting pushed off the ball by people half his size. People like you know Danny Bath used to find him easy. Um, what Warnock's done to turn him around and whatever he said to him, it, it, it you know it surprised us as as much as the, as the pundits. Mm. And another one, of course, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Mendes Lang. Yes, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly. Yes. Um, <laughs> former Wolves prospect. He's come in um, again against Villa. He was phenomenal. Um, what, is he gonna is he gonna be a player which Wolves should be worried about? I mean, last season there was a lot of former Wolves players who scored against Wolves. Uh, definitely. I mean, as people would have seen, he scored four goals in his first four games. Um, he's big, direct, a, a Neil Warnock type player, if you like. Um, the I read an interview with Warnock and him the other day, which is quite interesting, in saying that uh, he just had a lot of. Uh, problems of his own making uh, such as I, th- I think it was Peterborough he was at and and he got involved in some trouble on a night out and you know a lot of problems like that hit him and Warnock has obviously told him look get your head down mm. and, and he has it's it's been fantastic yeah and from a Wolves perspective, what other players should should they be looking out for? What are the other danger men? I know I know Zahora and Mendes Lang are probably the biggest names, but is there anyone else they should be looking out for? Uh, Aaron Gunnison's completely rejuvenated in in the middle, of breaking things up and just starting attacks. He runs around like a terrier. Um, my favourite signing actually this summer has been a Frenchman called Loic Demur, who wears number twenty. Mm. Uh, picked him up from the French second division. The way he played against Villa. Um, he tried to lob Sam Johnston from about 35 yards. He can go forward, he tracks back, he moves. Um, he links that midfield to attack, which we have been missing for for seasons. Um, mm. If we play the same team we did against Villa, which I expect, then I think he'd have a bit of fun in the middle. Uh, because I, I know that Wolves have a couple of tough tackling players like Sice. Uh, I think Demur would quite enjoy that. Yeah, and obviously, you know, switching over now, Wolves, they've done so well to start the season. I mean, not too many people predicted it. I mean, mm. people saw Nuno and they're like, well, is this going to work or not? What, what's, what's your view as a Cardiff fan of Wolves? Do you, you think that, are you more worried of Wolves or should Wolves be more scared of Cardiff? Um, oh, that is a good question. I, you, you'd expect Wolves to maybe uh, be the favourites to come at us, uh, mm-hmm. at Molyneux in particular. That might favour us because we do sometimes, well, quite often have less possession in games and, and hit teams on the break. Um, I think a lot has been made, obviously, uh, the money Wolves spent, but that's by and by in the championship these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Mr Spears compared them to, to Borough and Hull on Twitter, that the budget's there. I, I think that's a little bit out of the water because obviously those two teams have come down, but but a lot of Wolves fans I saw had replied saying, look, you know, look at what Villa spent, it doesn't mean anything. Mm. Um, I think what worries me most is still a lack of pace at the back at times. Morrison in particular, Sean Morrison's centre-half, is he's very slow on the turn. I think... Um, looking at Wolves' early form, if we've got a lot of men running into holes behind our back four, then yeah, Wolves could really cause us some problems. They're, they're a good side. Um, I think I think most people were surprised again that they, did, they didn't sign that 25-goal-a-season striker. Um, Bonatini sounds like he's doing all right. Yeah, he's done all right. He, I mean, he went off the ball a little bit in the last game, didn't didn't, didn't do mm. as well. He, but, I mean, when he came in, he scored in his first game and he, he did well then. Um, I'm not too sure whether he's a striker, which Wolves fans see as, as almost the future. Obviously, they've only got him on loan at the moment. Mm. But um, there's there's still talk of them going after a striker. But after such a strong start, it's, it's, there's questions around whether they should go for another one. I, I think they, they probably speak from experience, they should. Um a few years ago, another former Wolves name, uh, Jay Bothroyd. Uh, we were flying on our way to the playoffs. Uh, Bothroyd crocked himself, tried to play on in the playoffs with an injury, and it, it just didn't work. And, and you know, particularly in our case, if Sahora goes, God help us. So mm. I think that, that it maybe is something that Wolves should sign, but like you say, after the start they've had, it's not maybe in a, uh, as much of a necessity as it was three, four weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, we'll move on now. Obviously, one of the biggest talking points uh, from, from last time out when Wolves when Wolves actually managed to beat, beat Cardiff 3-1 mm. was the comments from Neil Warnock after the game. Uh, I'll, I'll just read some of the comments mm. which he had to say. Um, he said, oh, well, firstly, he said that some of the touchline antics were a disgrace. He said, you saw Wolves spend £12 million on one player. We haven't spent a penny. We brought Greg Halford in. Uh, and then he went on. He was saying, I think we can improve, but I'm not sure they can. Um, I mean, those are pretty pretty strong comments from Warnock, and I, yeah. he, I mean that was a, that that was that was obviously going up against Lambert. He said, I, "I know that we spent a lot of money on forwards, but I thought Wolves were always vulnerable during that game." Um, 
he said some of the touchline antics were a disgrace, really, but that's life. We get used to that on the touchline. Um, and then obviously the Wolves supporters, you know, they, they gave him a bit of stick, but he said, oh, um, I love it. Yeah. I nearly showed my backside to them. Um, I'm looking forward to giving them a good clap next time I come. I mean, obviously, you know, he's, he's probably caught up in the moment at that point. I mm. mean, it was a tough game. It was a tough loss for him. Um, do you think he's going to look back on them comments and, and try and avoid any kind of confrontation? Or is, is Neil Warnock going to go out and is he, is he going to play up to them remarks? He'll definitely play up. That that actually is one of the few occasions he has been uh, outspoken and controversial since he joined us. He hasn't done that a lot. Uh, to be fair, a lot of the, the time when, when he wasn't losing games, he didn't have to. Um, I think they, they could come back to to bite him in the sense of the, the Wolves won't improve. I mean, we clearly have. Um, we still haven't really spent that much, three million on Lee Tomlin, um, but not much else. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he did get it wrong that the Wolves have improved. Uh, he will. Co- he loves to play the pantomime villain. Um, against his old club, Sheffield United, last night, uh, he was doing all sorts on the touchline. Yeah. Um, to be honest, where we were, we couldn't really see... Uh, on the opposite side of the field, what was happening on the touchline. So none of us really knew what he was referring to. I'm I'm guessing if Lambert has taken most of his coaches with him, then there probably won't be anything going on there. Yeah. Um, I think Warnock, once once he gets out in the dugout, the fans give him a bit of stick, he'll laugh and give it back, and that previous game will probably be forgotten. And, and as, as we, you know, saying for Nuno, it, it means nothing. He probably didn't really know until earlier this week who Neil Warnock was. <laughs> yeah. And, and finally, um, I'm just going to try and grab your prediction for this weekend. Obviously, you know, it's a crunch game, top of the table, clash. Uh, what's your score prediction, Lee? Uh, see, now, I've, really, what we're looking at here, we're looking at a six-goal thriller, aren't we, in, <laughs> in terms of how everything's gone so far. This will probably be the complete opposite. I hate to say it, Wolves probably will edge it 2-1, um, but I would love to be wrong. Lee Sanders, everyone. Top I enjoyed that. Lee. I enjoyed um, that. Really, really good and uh, nice little insight. hope you enjoyed that because, you know, sometimes it's nice to talk about the opposition. It's a, it's a huge game. Well, uh, it's, well he's, he's just sat in the office there. Great Cardiff knowledge, mm-hmm. sort of. Got to um, use it. Except, except when he's doing a quiz. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, Lee, top light. I should be going drinking with Lee after the game on Saturday. So hopefully uh, we get the right result. I mean, Tim, Tim, as far as Cardiff is concerned to you, yes, yes. Um, the first time this season that Wolves will be, will be favourites going into the game. Uh, they're underdogs going away oh. to Hull. They're underdogs at Derby. Obviously, oh. Middlesbrough expected to win there. How will they cope with that favourites tag? Will it bother them at all? Nah, I, not nothing. Um, nothing's phasing them at the moment. Nothing phases mm-hmm. Nuno. Nothing phases bloody Ruben Neves, youngest yeah. ever, youngest ever captain in the Champions League. You know, facing Cardiff at home. What I would say is that Mr. Warnock, uh, as Lee's just been speaking about there with his comments and his. Um, his banter, B- buffoonery, yeah, mm-hmm. banter. Um, he, he'll he'll have his players riled up for this one, um, and we can expect a f- quite a few um, overzealous challenges. I think we might say, um, but maybe not some of the long balls that that long ball tactics we were used to last year, as, as Lee was just saying there. Um, they've started the season on fire. They've got some exciting players, Mendes Lang as well. We're really interested to see how he does. So um, it's going to be another really tough test. I mean, the the big thing about Cardiff, unlike the teams that Wolves have played so far, Cardiff are resurgent, completely full of confidence, absolutely loving life, just mm-hmm. like Wolves. So they're going to face, uh, you know, someone ju- just just as confident and as free flowing as them at the moment. So yeah, massive test. And Molyneux should it should be a belter. Great atmosphere again. It should be a fantastic game. Can't wait. Yeah, I hope 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 for a good crowd. I haven't seen I haven't seen the numbers. Um, I mean. You, it's obviously not going to be a sellout, but you'd, you'd hope for something, you know, above twenty five thousand, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Which which they weren't really getting too often last year. So um, I hope so. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be a little bit worried about Zahore and Mendes Lang. They've started the season so well. Yeah. Miranda looked a bit suspect on occasions against the Hull Winger the mm-hmm. other night. So that's mm-hmm. a key area for me. I thought Matt, he was better. I thought he was better though than, than he was. At he Darby, started. To be fair. He started badly. Is that lad um, Grosicki, isn't it from mm-hmm. uh, from Hull? Got past him a couple of times early on, and Mendes Lang's been cutting in from the left and scored a couple of really fine goals actually cutting in from the left flank so that's going to be a key area of the field for Wolves but um, yeah bring it on I mean if they do beat Cardiff and and certainly they'll be top of the table after going into that I mean you look at the the next few games Brentford, Millwall, Bristol City I mean of course there's threats there but 
I mean, if they've, if they've gone four from four against that kind of team, I mean, there's no reason for them to keep it going, isn't it? That, that's the exciting thing. Yeah, um, and like I said, there's still there's still players hopefully to come back after the international break. Costa and Marshall will hopefully be available, um, plus this new striker if, if they manage to bring him in. So, um, w- w- once you start with once you start getting on a roll in the championship mm-hmm. and you, you feed off that momentum and that confidence and that feel good factor from the crowd, once you start feeding off all that. It's it can become like a bit of a juggernaut really that's that's hard to stop. So <laughs> that's that's exactly what we want. We've seen it on a couple of occasions with Wolves in, in the past. That's exactly what we want. I think Nuno is the perfect man to keep their feet on the ground. Um, he's certainly not getting excited in press conferences. No. Uh, so so yeah, like I said, the the, the signs are all pretty good. Um, and no one no one wants to play Wolves now, do they? No, no one wants to play, play. Wolves. Um, I think. Um, I think Bright Bright's going to play a really key role for me on Saturday. Uh, Lee was just talking there about Cardiff's slow defence. I think if they can get Jota and Bright running at them, then uh, they could get a lot of joy. Well, um, I was going to I was going to just say that Tim I was going to touch on that before we move on. Is team news? Do we expect again an unchanged team, or, or do, you, do you think that Cavalera might might play in this one just to freshen things up slightly? It just depends on on freshness, as, as you say. But um, no, I, I think he'll name the same team. I mean, he bought really? Cavalera on really early, didn't he, on Tuesday after an hour? So you know. You, and Bright was playing well, so, so you mm. give Bright a full hour at full pelt, and then you bring Cavalera on, and that's the last thing Cardiff want to see. And then you sure. bring and then you bring Dicker on, that's the last thing they want to see as well. Mm. So um, no, I'd st- I'd stick with the same team. Okay, good stuff, uh, Luca. We've got some questions in, and we've got some questions from the peeps to finish off. Um, thanks for listening this week, guys. Really appreciate it. But we'll we'll try and rattle through these questions, answer as many as we can. Yeah. So we got loads of questions coming in. Uh, really appreciate all the people tweeting. Um, first one's from Christian Patton. Um, do you think the, the zonal marking can work? I mean, I, I don't. I don't like it, and they look really, really vulnerable from set pieces on oh, Tuesday. Did they? Probably the biggest, the biggest weakness they've shown of the season so far. Um, Hull should have taken advantage on a couple more occasions. So, I don't like it personally. I'm, I've not really seen it perfected anywhere by any other team yet. We've seen the problems that Liverpool have got with it currently as well. That everyone's talking about. I mean, I, yeah. I don't like if if anyone can sort it out on the training ground, it's our old, it's our old Nuno because that's what mm-hmm. he's that's what he's uh, revels in. But um, it doesn't look good for me, no. And he literally he does he he is the man in the middle. He stands in the centre circle. He bellows orders, and there's no one else with him, is he? He is he's very much hands on in training. Yeah, and it's 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 the hard work and the monotonous kind of relentless doing things over and over and over again. I mean, that's what, that's what, again, that's what the great teams do. That's what Arsenal did in the, in the 80s. They used to practice the offside trap for hours and hours and hours every day until they perfected it. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of same mentality that, that Nuno's got in terms of discipline and shape and organisation and knowing your roles. Um, so, yeah, it's and it's paying off already, you can see. Okay. Yep. Graham Cope asks as well, uh, is, our, is our positive play going to make teams sit deeper against us and can we counter that? Mm, that's going to be that's going to be the big issue over the next next few weeks. Teams are going to set up to defend at Molyneux. Can Wolves find a way around that? I would say someone like Neves is potentially the game changer in that respect because he he him and and Jota mm-hmm. they just see stuff that other players don't. I mean, some of the passes just you know just ridiculous that that you'd expect to see in the Premier League and the Champions League. Like I said, they see things that other people don't. So that so that's the key to unlocking defenses that are going to come and sit deep at Molyneux. So, um, and a striker is going to be key in all this. I, I, I would be a bit concerned if they didn't get a, a top-class striker in. And then, of course, Simon. This this one. Of course, Simon. Simon. I think you'll be looking forward to this one. Simon Rickards asks, uh, "Do Tim oh, and Nathan? Oh, Simon, top last size. Yeah, top man, top man, top best guy. Do Tim and Nathan want me to bring them some banoffee pie on Saturday? Oh. Well, you know about my eating habits, Simon. I'm, I'm slightly healthy, but to be honest. I don't know about you, Tim, but I might have a little bit of a slice of slice of banoffee. I do like wow. the banoffee. What do you wow. reckon? Banoffee's my, my favourite. Oh, delicious. Just all that caramel and the banana and the gooiness and the cream. I mean, it's just... Wow. The, what, what's not there to like? Wow. He's, he's talking about Neves here again. Oh, right? wow. I'm talking about Roman Stace. No, uh, yeah, please, sir. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take some down, yeah. I mean, what, what time, We'd be what time's a good time for to, to, to accept the, um, the present, I reckon? Like, let's say we do our little... Team news thing, maybe like two twenty issues. Is this going to be inside the ground, outside the ground? Well, probably, we, probably outside. We'll, we'll pull outside. down from the media media section, come and get some, have a bit of banter. Maybe two twenty issue we say on on match day. Is that a good time for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if you if you're listening, Simon, then two twenty ish match day. Get in touch. We shall be down. We'll come and have a bit of a chat with you, and uh, we'll we'll gladly gladly accept. Eat your banoffee. 
And if there's anything left, I'm sure the uh, the media hacks will will because <laughs> they know <laughs> they know how to eat a lot of them upstairs, don't they? Uh, yep. Hey, yes, they do. Yes, they do. There's a few people there two hours before for banter and food. Um, okay, any more questions? Uh, well, I can rush one more in. I can rush one Let's more Let's hit in. one more. Let's uh, one okay, more. Andy Bagley asks... Um, oh, Andy, top lad. Baggers. Uh, I'm not too sure if you'll love the question. Can you see Dave Edwards or Danny Bart leaving before oh. the deadline comes? Uh, it's a fair, fair question, fair point. Fair question. Mm-hmm. Um, no. 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 No, no, I can't. No. Um, uh, it frustrates me this because, you know, they start with the same team three games in a row and everyone thinks, oh, well, so-and-so can leave, then so-and-so can leave. It's a, it's a 50-game season we're talking about here. Yeah. Danny Bart and Dave Edwards will be used at some point and they'll, and they'll be... Southampton away on, on Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think uh, Edwards has been... Edwards is written off. I said this before. Edwards is written off every time a new manager comes in. He didn't feature at the start under Zenga much last year and then uh-huh. all of a sudden he became a vital component. Um, I think the problem with Davis is not... Did you not... say a vital component or a vile component? Oh, I said vital, Nathan, okay, as okay. you know. Okay. I, um, the problem with Davis is he's not probably at maximum fitness yet, which is when, he needs, when he's at his best. So, I mean... Th- They'd be forced to get rid of these these two guys now. In a long nine month season, you need these characters. You need your leaders, and they're the two they're the two captains. Remember, ahead of Cody, if if, if they're playing. So you need these guys in your team and in your squad. Um, they'll 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 to get to get you through this season. So yeah, I'm sure they'll soon be used. Wolves will be daft to sell them. They're not going to get a huge amount of money for either of them at this stage. It's a squad game. They'll be used throughout the season. Okay, good. In my opinion, my opinion. Thank you very much for questions this week, guys. Thank you, Luke. Keep them coming in. Absolutely loving them, and, and some really, really good questions this week. I thought, I thought they were uh, the peeps know what they're talking about. So let's finish off with predictions for the big game. It's Wolverhampton Wanderers. It's Cardiff City. It's the battle of the top two at Molyneux. Let's go with Luke Hatfield first. Well, after seeing Cardiff go and thrash my Villa side, I, I, I would want nothing better than a, a fellow local side. To go and thrash them, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for well maybe not thrashing two nil two nil two nil wolves two nil, two nil to the wolves like it he's back he's from holiday he's ready to go I'm gonna go Wolverhampton Wanderers three oh my goodness Cardiff City Hawan 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 Wolves first place going in on Saturday evening at five forty five or four forty five Tim um. Come on, son. Come on, let's have a clean sweep. I would say... Head over heart, please. I would say... Um, Come one on. Nil. I think it's going to be tight. I think we're one nil to Wolves. One nil to the Wolves. Happy days. Three wins out of three. Uh, guys, uh, thank you so, so much for listening. I know we've gone a little bit over this week, but hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, make sure you tell your friends, get online, get following Wolves, at Wolves Potty on Twitter, and let's hope for three points on Saturday. From me, from Luke... From Tim, have gonna a get, great week. We're going to get back to Wheel of Fortune now. See you later. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye.